Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Um, this is the third episode of Partly Sunny Lives with me, your host, Jenny Kim. Um, what's up, guys? How are you? Uh, this past weekend, I ran six miles. And listen, I am not, I wouldn't say I've been a runner for most of my life, but recently I signed up for a half marathon. Um, keep in mind, I'm not someone who just like signs up for half marathons, but this past weekend was like my second week of training and they usually tell you to like do a long run at the end of the week. So I did six run, six run. Oh my God. I can't speak six miles and it was really good. It actually went really well. Um, I had run, I think a full like six or seven miles like three years ago it was a long time ago and the whole time I did that I was you know not having the best time my hips hurt my feet hurt and I was tired but this past weekend it actually went pretty well and I think that just kind of goes to show that if you like kind of train for it and are consistent with it you know it'll work out um, but I also have no idea what I'm talking about. I am a running newbie, but it went well. Yeah. Um, this morning I had some nice fruit. I had a pear and banana and a protein bar for breakfast. Probably going to eat something again later. It's currently like 930 in the morning right now as I'm recording this. Um, yeah, if you guys haven't been a listener thus far, This show is pretty much about anything, but the overall theme is that we have partly sunny lives, meaning that we have, you know, sunny and cloudy days, meaning good and bad days, and growing up, learning new things can be painful, but also you learn a lot, and you have good times during that as well, and this podcast is honestly just a mix of stories and lessons that I've learned throughout my years um of being on this planet which isn't a lot compared to some people but it has been a lot for me (laughs) as I'm still learning and this episode I wanted to focus it on religion and I feel like religion nowadays not just nowadays, you know, throughout history has been such a huge aspect in people's lives and especially in society and, um, how, you know, how it's used to bring people together, but can also be very divisive, you know? And I kind of wanted to talk about my background and my relationship with it and where I am now. And hoping that me sharing this story can help someone else out there who may be kind of wondering where they stand with religion or if they want to, you know, become religious and just like the things that we think about when we hear religion. So, yeah. Um, so I guess I'll start off by talking about 
my background. So I'm Korean and I grew up going to Catholic church. You know, there was always a Korean Catholic church that we went to, especially for Korean like immigrants uh, moving to America. So I went to this Korean Catholic church in Missouri and I really hated church you know like it's one of those things that like is terrible for a kid um like sitting and listening to adults sing and talk like it's the most boring thing in the world um and I just didn't really love it as any kid would um also if you hear the laundry going on the back please disregard that (laughs) um I had to do laundry yesterday but I decided not to do that because I was lazy. Anyways, growing up, I hated going to church. It was the worst thing to do on a Sunday, you know? Um, but then we moved to Pennsylvania and there we didn't go to like a Korean Catholic church, but we went to like, um, I think like an evangelical type of Christian church. And it was completely different because, well, mostly there were, you know, mostly white people there. And, the service was a little different. Like I could understand what they were saying at this point, you know, because going to Korean Catholic church, I didn't really fully understand the, what they were saying because it was all in Korean. Um, I know like some, I would say like conversational, but like not the big words, complex grammatical structures. I have no idea about that. And so I started still going to church with my family and in this evangelical Christian church. And it wasn't as bad as how I felt when I went to church when I was little. But I also just went because I thought it was something that I had to go to, you know. And I still, like, didn't love going. And, you know, we were late to, like, every single uh, service. Um and it was stressful, but I think through it, I found some, I don't know, sense of community. There was a couple people in my high school that also went to that church, and I became friends with them. I started, you know, going to youth group a little bit more, and I think at that point, I kind of wanted to feel like there was some sort of solace to or like a light at the end of the tunnel with my life because high school was really hard and I was stressed out and um, with my parents, you know, it was also sometimes very difficult to communicate with them and I never always felt like I was understood at that age. I mean, I guess who really kind of does when you're a teenager, but I feel like especially with, you know, Korean immigrant parents, like it's a little bit different, but... Yeah, I found some sort of community there. And so much so, in fact, that I went on like, uh, what is it? I did go on like one mission trip to like Brooklyn. Um, And there we like basically did a summer camp for uh, like kids and also taught them, you know, the word of God. Um, And that trip was very special to me because I so there's something about traveling and trying to spread 
you know, the word of God to others. Um, I promise there's like a point to this whole story, but I became so emotionally invested, I think, in this whole like religion aspect. Um, But then as time passed on, my parents actually kind of fell off the religion bandwagon. They kind of stopped going to church. And my dad, he's like very, I don't want to say philosophical, maybe philosophical is the right word, but he's just, he very, he thinks a lot about life, right? Um, And he was questioning whether like this religion was, like Christianity was really like real. And he kind of struggled with the faith aspect and just kind of, you know, believing that there is this like God entity out there. And I think at that point I was like so emotionally invested and, you know, I still went to church when they stopped going and I still really liked youth group or whatever. But the whole Christian religion aspect, especially in a church and, you know, a middle of like, not I would say rural, but like maybe suburban Pennsylvania or whatever, is that it also very much affects culture, you know, and social culture. And I found myself feeling guilty for most of the time for the things that I did. Like, you know, if I was really into a guy and you know, we talk about youth group and being like, don't be so swayed by desires and temptations and, you know, obviously sex and stuff like that. And um, in high school, I'm pretty sure at that point I did (laughs) sex. Sorry, mom and dad, if you're hearing this, but um, it was just like all these things. I felt super guilty and I didn't know how to, I guess, come to terms with that when especially I had become so emotionally invested in um, these certain things and just the whole aspect of Christianity and religion in general. So I think towards the end of high school, I was really, I don't really understand my relationship with it currently, but I was still emotionally invested. I still showed up. Um, but there was a certain point where the guilt that I was feeling, um, was like ramping up, you know, like I felt like I wasn't being a good quote unquote Christian. Right. And it's not to say that the people there were being like super, like you're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. Right. Like they were all very, very sweet people. But there is a sort of like implication that comes about when we're talking about the word of God. And there is like a certain, I guess, kind of lifestyle um, that other people carry. Um, And that is also kind of translated when you are speaking about your own experiences and also talking about, you know, religious or Christian like lessons and teachings or whatever. so it wasn't intentional, but the kind of people that went to this church led certain lives 
and it kind of made me feel like I also need to needed to leave lead that certain life and when I didn't there was this like cognitive dissonance in my head me being like okay well I really like this but I'm not good enough for it right and that isn't I think the intention of the whole like Christian religion in general like it's not supposed to do that um but that is how I felt you know growing up me doing teenage dirtbag things um but also wanting to be in this community and trying to figure that out but then when I went to college I wasn't really forced to go to church and also church was like you know a 10 minute drive away and when I need to study like I was not going to give up my Sunday morning you know to go to church um, and then I would instead study in the library so I stopped going to church for a little bit I went a couple times here and there but then being out of that community on a regular basis made me realize how much of an emotional burden or baggage that I was carrying, um, constantly feeling like I was doing something wrong or feeling guilty. And stepping away from that community was really good for me because I could sort of see how I lived my life um, apart from feeling so guilty all the time and I kind of felt like a little bit of resentment I would say you know like I resented that this community that I was so emotionally invested in made me feel you know guilty lesser than um, even if that wasn't their intention even if it was like me getting in my own head but I, I, I didn't love it. And there were also certain aspects about, you know, the Christian religion that I don't fully understand. I'm someone who's very, like, how do I explain? Like, I like the science, that type of thing. And there were some aspects that I just, like, couldn't fully comprehend or follow. And listen, with some people, like, they have their faith and that works for them, but it didn't for me. And that, I think that confusion along with, like, the guilt and other feelings just led to a whole resentment of, I think, the Christian religion and community in general, right? And so what happened after that was, you know, following this resentment just became an overall, like, um, opposal, opposal, opposing? God, I feel dumb. (laughs) Just a very, like, anti- religion mentality that I grew out of that I would I don't know if I would say I was atheist then at that time but I it was definitely along those lines I felt very atheist I resented this whole idea of you know there being a god and all of these things um, because of the feelings that I felt and I think with college you know there's desires and temptations literally everywhere um especially when you're growing up especially when you're away from your parents like there's this whole like new community like new abilities that you can have um so I think after that I kind of just you know I don't want to say went off the deep end it's not like I was 
you know, going around like doing crazy things. You know, I was just like being in college, but I kind of wanted to dive into that feeling of feeling free. Um, and it was good for a while, you know, like I just went through life, you know, working, studying, you know, partying in college, like all people do the ups and downs of that. Um, and then COVID hit, right. That was, I think my, the second year of college and like my second semester. And, you know, because of that, like everything was kind of shut down, like all kind of social stuff, whatever, and going to class online. Um, and there were many, many moments where I would just be sitting alone in my bedroom, you know, like not being distracted by all the other things going on in my life. Obviously, there was many, there were many, many things still going on in my life. It's not like life just stopped per se, but I was alone and I was kind of feeling like during that time I was fine not doing anything, not feeling connected to a community per se. Um, but then I think towards the end of my college career, I felt like I was missing something in a way. Um, I don't really know how to explain it, but I was also going through a lot at that time in terms of like my mental state like coming out of quarantine and I swear to god there would be days where I would just lay in bed for like 13 hours and I would get up just to go to the bathroom and just to eat you know and obviously that has a lot to do with you know depression and <laughs> the anxiety that came about from being in quarantine and also just not being connected to the community that I was in throughout college. But towards the end of that, I still felt like I was missing something, even when life was kind of ramping up again, you know. I missed this kind of direction that I kind of wanted in my life um, and the feeling of connection again with other human beings. You know, more than just, like, the occasional, like, hi or to like your acquaintances or hanging out like something more than that I don't know exactly what it was I don't know exactly how to explain it but just like wanting a connection and also a way of navigating life because life is super fucking hard right and there was also a point in my life where I just felt like I was constantly comparing myself to other people um always feeling like I wasn't doing the best I could be you know like always feeling like the version of me that I am each day isn't really me you know and I just wanted something that would help me navigate that and so I randomly one day like picked up this book on, it was like, what was it called? It was, I think I have it here. It's called Seeing Clearly, a Goodest, Goodest, oh my God. It sounded like um, a, rel a religion dedicated to Gouda or something. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
So it's seeing clearly a Buddhist guide to life. And this book really, I think, kind of changed things for me because I think the Buddhist religion in general doesn't, um, I guess it can imply a certain kind of lifestyle, you know, with people who maybe are Buddhist monks, you know, or um, follow Buddhism in a certain way. Um, But when I read that book, it really just talked about the feeling of, of obviously, like, if you guys don't know Buddhism, like, there's teachings of impermanence, meaning that nothing is permanent. And because of that, we don't need to put so much emphasis on certain things. And there is also the idea of like, if we're also impermanent, then ourselves are also impermanent and we don't need to fuel in our ego into ourselves, like all these kind of teachings. Okay. And for some reason, these teachings really stood out to me. I have no idea why, but I think at that point in my life, I was going through a lot and these Buddhist teachings um, were helping me a lot and in the way of navigating that you know navigating friendships navigating you know my career like all these things and you know my anxiety and depression and all of these things right and it was nice because it didn't feel like I was emotionally invested in it like I wasn't it like, like I was in high school you know like I wanted a sense of community, but I didn't feel like my, you know, morality, et cetera, et cetera, or my value was tied with me showing up to church every day or not every day or every Sunday. You know, I feel like with Buddhism, it just kind of talks about certain teachings and certain meditations and it was just very less stress. Um, and for me, that just, spoke a lot more and I think that my journey with religion has been super complicated and I still don't fully understand it Um, but after finding these Buddhist teachings I've been really wanting to learn about it more Um, and it has been helpful in me understanding the world better and understanding myself and my selfish tendencies Um, but I think compared to where it was a couple years ago where I just was completely anti-religion, I, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I think I just, I don't want to shut it out anymore. I don't think I have to. And I think that sometimes religion can help in a lot of ways. You know, it can help you feel like you're not alone. It can help you remove your ego um, because there are many times where I would be stressing about certain things, but it was literally all just because I was afraid of me losing a certain status, right? And listen, it's not that Christianity didn't you know, express these certain teachings, but there was a certain aspect about like, going to church and all of the like the community that I was constantly with and like again the lifestyle that I felt like I wasn't living up to you know that was very difficult for me and then me finding another religion that you know worked with the way I was living but also pushing me to be better as a human being 
I think was really great. And I think that religion in that sense has like, a, you know, a subtle power in that. And I think now I realize like I don't want to shut it out anymore. Like I don't want to feel like I'm just in this world to be in this world and, you know, just die <laughs> and not feel like I had a sense of community, you know, uh, a life that was, you know, worth living because we are all so, we should be so grateful for the lives that we are living. Um, and life is so beautiful in that aspect. So I think that if you are someone that has also had maybe some resentment with a certain religion in the past, um, and maybe are working through that, maybe you have some, you know, bad memories with it, but you're also kind of missing that connection, that kind of meaning that religion kind of gives. I think it's worth searching out, you know, other religions. There's so many out there, you know, Sikhism is also a great example and Taoism, like just all these things that are also just not, you know, Western religions um i think it's so worth exploring all of these different aspects these different views of life um and i think you'll also find that a lot of the teachings across religions are similar in a lot of ways obviously there's some big differences between them um but it just also kind of shows that you know, we all crave that human connection and, you know, we all crave a way to understand the world and what we live in. And I think religion is really good with that. And I think it's worth finding your own way of practicing that religion as well. Like with Buddhism, there's many different ways to practice it. Like I said, you know, there's people who are, you know, meditate every day for like six hours and live on top of a mountain and then there's people like me who maybe meditate you know for five minutes in the morning um and have still yet to read a lot of the great buddhist texts out there you know <clears throat> and it's just worth i think exploring your own way of practicing that religion i think especially what was important for me um not important. I guess what was stressful for me when I constantly went to church every Sunday was the idea that I had to live some sort of lifestyle, right? Again, not intentional, but that's how I felt. And I think with Buddhism, it's so individual and personal to me. It's not like I'm going to the temple every Sunday. Um, although I would like to go eventually. I think that would be a great experience. But I'm not going every Sunday. It's not something that I like have to do, um, you know, greatly tied with an emotional baggage here. No, it's because like I want to learn more about it and I want to practice it and I want to learn how to incorporate it into my day. And I think that is also really powerful, like relearning something that has brought you so much maybe pain or, you know, guilt I think relearning how to change that to something that is beneficial for you is great, you know, and 
it can be a sort of a superpower, right? Taking something that maybe has not given you the best memories in life and turning it into something that is you now pushing you forward and helping you move on. And I think religion was that for me for a long time. And listen, there are many people out there who have resentment with a certain religion and are completely fine not finding another you know, religion to maybe follow or learn about. And that's also completely fine. I think that, you know, if they are working through life and they found their way to deal with life's hardships in their own way and, you know, feel like they can navigate it in their own way, I think that's great. Um, but for me, I, I really do like reading about you know this new religion and seeing how it can be helpful and beneficial in my life so yeah I don't know if you guys have had similar stories with religion in general but I am curious to know um and your guys's stories I think that this kind of, uh, how do I explain it? Like this kind of story slash theme is popular among a lot of people, especially around my age, um, who maybe have grown up in, you know, the Christian setting or other settings and they realize that religion was just definitely not for them. Um, and are also currently working through ways to kind of navigate life. But yeah, um, that's all I have for today. I just really wanted to talk about, you know, my religious background and how I'm navigating through it now and how I think it can be powerful to relearn it for myself um, and see how religion can be a superpower in certain ways um if done right and yeah thanks guys thanks for tuning in i know this week's episode is a little short but um this is one episode that i really wanted to get out there and just kind of really talk about and i'm sure you know farther along down the line i'll talk about this some more um but this is one that i was really really considering um, how I would go about talking about this. And I think it is an important conversation, right? Especially in today's climate, there is a sort of divisive um, connotation that comes with religion. And especially across social media, you know. But I feel like there are benefits to it. Um, you know, if we take it for ourselves and work with it for ourselves and learn how it can be beneficial to us, I think it is very helpful. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. I will see you guys next week. Um, please follow the Partly Sunny Lives podcast, um, Instagram, uh, it is at j.ieonkim, so Gian Kim with a period in between the J and the I. 
Um, that is my, that is my Instagram handle. And then my, also take a look at my blog and website, which is J I E O N J I E O N K I M.com. So Gion Kim.com. Um, that is my full Korean name. If you guys were wondering, but yeah, great. I'll see you guys later. Okay. Love you guys. Bye.